Hey everybody, welcome to uh, Here's the Deal. As I always say, I'm glad that you're joining me, whether it be on Facebook or my podcast. Last week's podcast, I haven't uploaded it yet. Uh, I had a little technical difficulty. I'm hoping to have it uh, up this week for you. It certainly got a lot of of action, and in fact, I'm going to talk a little bit about that uh, today. But uh, again, thank you for uh, watching or listening. I got a couple things here that uh, my son got a letter from the uh, president of the college, the junior college, and he made the uh, president's list, which is a pretty good, um, that's a nice letter to get. Uh, I never got a letter like that. <laughs> I'm sure my wife did, but I never did. But my son, my youngest son, is an excellent uh, student. Got a great mind on his, uh, uh, you know, on his head and you know, head on his shoulders and all that kind of stuff. But uh, anyway, also right here in my hands is my uh, sermon, or at least most of it for this weekend. I'm going to be preaching at uh, the Big Valley Grace Modesto campus this weekend, uh, which is Saturday night at 6, Sunday morning at 9 and 11 a.m. I'd love to have you come. If you've never been to Big Valley, uh, come and check it out. We're in a series where we're going through the book of Mark together, and um, I'm going to be looking at Mark chapter 10. I'm going to look at the story of uh, the blind man who Jesus heals, and there's a lot of lessons that we learn, so I'm excited about that, so uh, if you're in the area, come out and, uh, and join me. Uh, so, uh, here's what I want to do today, okay? I'm not going to take a lot of time, but I was really, really troubled by a number of posts that I got on last week's um, Here's the Deal, where I talked about my thoughts on the Supreme Court ruling. And, uh, in fact, so many of them I had to take down. Uh, they're not on there anymore. Um, I got a lot of private messages on here is the deal that were really, really, really crummy. I mean, like, really crummy. Like, cuss words, swear words, the F word over and over and over again. It was really, really troubling. To, to see the response to my uh, opinion. And so what I thought I'd do is, I'll, I just wanna share a couple of things on what was, what's was what been running through my heart when I get texts like that or, or emails uh, like that. Um, I, I'm a follower of Jesus, okay? I make that crystal clear. And uh, what that means is, is that I've surrendered my life over to Jesus. I've given my life over to him. Uh, to put it in Jesus's words, I've um, um, denied myself and I've taken up my cross and I'm now following him. And when, I, when, when Jesus said that, I, I deny myself. What he's saying is, is that, hey, your will and your feelings and thoughts don't matter anymore. What matters is my thoughts, my will. And of course, we find his will in the scriptures. It's the only place where we can find the will of God. And so when you deny yourself 
That means you're denying what your flesh wants, what your feelings want, what, what your desires are, and you're simply saying, God, what matters is, is you and your word. The second part of that, as he says, is you deny yourself, you take up your cross, and then follow me. Taking up your cross is simply this idea that you, you have to be willing to die for my will, my thoughts on life. Uh, the cross was simply how the Romans uh, executed people. It was their form of capital punishment. We, we don't use the cross here in America. We use the gas chamber or the electric chair or something like that in some states. So if, if in a modern day context, Jesus could have said, hey, I I uh, want you to deny yourself. I want you to take up your electric chair or I want you to take up your gas chamber or whatever. And then I want you to follow me. In other words, you got to be willing to die for, for me. And so there came a moment in my life a number of decades ago where I made that decision. And so this book, the scriptures, are what matter to me. So my opinions come from this book. I read this book. I study this book. I, I do my best to understand it so that I could follow it because that's what I've committed my life to is to being a follower of, of Jesus. And so when I post things like I did last week on my thoughts on the Supreme Court, you know, decision to overturn Roe versus Wade and, and Planned Parenthood versus Casey, I was sharing my thoughts and my opinions. I, I know that there are many of you out there. There are thousands of people that watch this and listen to this. And, and, and I'm thankful. And you're always, man, any, any comments are welcome as long as you don't cuss and swear and just take, you know, crummy shots at me or my Lord or my, the, the scripture that I love so much. And in fact, I think it's, um, it, it, it kind of tells me that you don't have an intellectual argument to make when all you want to do is cuss at me and swear at me and call me names. You know, you're homophobic or you're misogynistic or you're an F in this and an F in that. That just tells me you don't have any argument and you're just running off of your feelings. Okay. I love it. When somebody says, you know, I totally disagree with whatever it is you shared, whatever the topic may have been, and here are my reasons why. Man, I love to see that. I think that's super healthy. It's healthy for the person to listen to another opinion, and it's healthy for me to have to respond. And, and that is something that's dying in our culture. It, it, it just seems like we have our tribes, we have our, you know, political parties. We have our thoughts and opinions and anybody who doesn't agree with me or whatever, man, we're just, we're going after them and we're just being really crummy and evil and, and wicked. And certainly we see that in our politics today, right? With the Democrats and the Republicans and both sides think they're right. Both sides think they, you know, or whatever. And then they just can't stand each other and they yell and scream at each other. And, um, Unfortunately, I think we're starting to see that with a lot of Christians. And that's what I wanted to, to maybe talk about just for, just for a minute, okay? Um, I was just thinking about a, 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 a couple of things. Um, and, and the first one is, is this. Um, 
In Galatians chapter 5, and, and maybe, maybe this will be the only verse that I'll share. Those of us that know Jesus, it says the, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. In other words, when you accept Christ in your life, the Holy Spirit comes into you, and, and part of what your life is going to look like is, is this. You're going to have love and joy and peace and patience and kindness, goodness, faithfulness, whatever all that stuff is. Your, your life is to look like that. Now, none of us do it perfectly, but that is to be a, a kind of what we look like. That's the fruit that comes from our life. In fact, the Bible says you'll know people by their fruit. And so when somebody responds to one of my posts or whatever, and and they're not very loving, or there's not a lot of peace or, you know, goodness or kindness or gentleness in what they're saying, um, I tend to, if I don't know the person, just think, well, they, they just don't know the Lord. And 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 this doesn't mean anything to them. They, they, they can't. Uh, because they don't know know Jesus as their Savior. But what's troubling to me, I, 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 the, the people who don't know Christ, I, I'm okay with them saying whatever they want to say, as long as they do it without cussing and swearing. I'm okay with it. What's bothersome to me is when a believer, when somebody who claims to know the Lord, they they claim to have surrendered their life to Christ. They, they claim to have denied themselves, taken up their cross, and they're following Jesus, which means... You know, the Holy Spirit lives in them, and, 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 and yet they say crummy, evil, rotten things, or they post evil, crummy, rotten things. Let me tell you, uh, uh, somebody who knows the Lord and who's mature in the faith, it's okay to have an opinion. It's okay to post about opinions. I do all the time. We just want to do it in a in a way that's just not crummy. It's, it's not evil. It's not wicked. It's okay to have a, have a thought that's different than the world's thought. It's, I, I'm against abortion. I talked about this last week. That's a human life. That's a, that's a life inside of a mother's womb. And I don't think we ought to be killing babies. To me, it's reprehensible that we are okay with killing babies. To me, it's crazy that there are people who are fighting to kill babies. I live in a state, uh, California, where the governor says, hey, listen, if you live in another state where they've banned abortion, hey, come to our state. We'll pay for it. We'll put you up in a hotel room. We'll feed you. We'll pay for your abortion. The state I live in wants people. And we're going to pay for it. We're going to take care of it. We want to kill more babies in this state. Okay, That doesn't make any sense to me. I know what the scriptures teach, that God is the author of life, that every life matters to God, every single one of them. Every life was created in their mother's womb and bears the image of Christ. I That's my belief based upon this book. book. And so I'm going to post about things like that. I'm going to say things along those lines. I'm going to share my opinion about those things. But I'm okay, so to speak, if you have a different opinion, okay? I, I, I'm not going to cuss you down and call you a weirdo. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to do any of that. I'll listen to your argument as to why you think we ought to kill babies in their womb. 
And I've heard a lot of great arguments. In fact, last week I shared with you my feelings on, you know, the idea if a woman gets raped, that to think she's got to carry that child with her, you know, to term. She has to feel every time that baby kicks around in her womb, she's got to be reminded of that horrible moment when she was raped. Man, I, I understand that argument. That she shouldn't have to do that. I understand the argument of a, a 10-year-old girl who's raped by her father or uncle or whoever it might have been, and she now has a baby in her. Man, my feelings are with you. I get it. My, my Every cell, everything in my body says that that little 10-year-old girl shouldn't have to carry that baby around. I get it. I understand it. But I have to get past my feelings, and I have to get to what the Word of God says because... I have denied myself, taken up my cross, and followed Jesus. That's what Jesus says a follower of his does. They deny themselves, they take up their cross, and they follow Jesus. And it is a hard thing to deny yourself. It's a hard thing to get past your feelings. It's a hard thing, you know, to, to you know, go against every cell in your body. But that's what a follower of Jesus has to do, is they have to deny themselves. And so as crummy as it is for a woman to have been raped and having to carry around a you know baby or a child who was raped by their father or someone like that, the scriptures say that's a life. And as horrible as it is to think that that woman or that child has to carry that baby around, in my opinion, based on the word of God, it's much more evil to take a life. And I get it. Some of you disagree with that. But if you are a believer, may the fruit of the spirit come out in your posts if you disagree with me. May the fruit of the Spirit come out in your communications to me if you're a believer. And if you are a believer and you're saying some vile things like I got this past week, I mean, I had two or three people just use the F word at least 10 times in private messages to me. One of them I know claims to be a believer. And wow, if you claim to know the Lord, please allow this passage Allow this great thought from the Apostle Paul to resonate in your mind that the fruit of the Spirit, the fruit of having Jesus Christ in your life is love. It's joy. And by the way, love doesn't mean I have to agree with everything you say or you have to agree with everything I say. That is not love. Just because I disagree with someone doesn't mean I'm unloving. It simply means I disagree but it's love, it's joy, it's peace, it's patience, it's kindness. Kindness is goodness. It's faithfulness, it's gentleness. Hey, share with me why you disagree. I want to hear those things. Text me why you disagree. Email me why you disagree. Send something to me why you disagree. And I guarantee you, I read every single email I get. Every text I get, and it's a lot. I don't respond to everyone, but I read every single one of them because what you think matters. But I'll tell you, once I get one crummy thing, you know what? I, I, I'm done. And then there have been a number of people, 
you know, who aren't watching this probably right now, or maybe they are watching it because they can't watch it, but you're going to try to respond and you can't. I won't let you respond. I blocked you from responding because you were just saying things that were so vile. And I got a lot of people that look at this and watch this. I got children that watch this broadcast or, or listen to this podcast. And I don't want them seeing just all the crummy, crummy things that, that are said. So uh, I would, I just want to uh, uh, thank you again for watching or listening. It matters to me. I'm, I realize we don't always all have the, the same opinion on things and, and that's okay. Okay. You know, that's one of the great things about living in America is you're free to have an opinion. I'm free to have an opinion. And, and we ought to, we ought to be able to still get along and not have to call each other crummy names. Okay. So, so listen, thank you very much for listening today and um, blessings, everybody.